Pastor Claudia Harden Jr. and my beautiful wife inviting you to come worship with us. Whenever I go through some things, why the first thing that happens is my relationship shifts. And then I'm going to go a step further. Some of us, relationships don't just shift. We don't just shift our relationship, but then we shift backwards. We go to the liquor store, now we pick up the beer. And for a whole month, you ain't had a drink. But one little setback that set you back to drinking. Or you went back and you looked at a pack of cigarettes and you picked up the cigarettes again. And listen, you ain't mad at God. I'm still going to show the church with cigarette on my breath. I'm still going to church with alcohol in my breath from last night. Can, can I ask some real church folks today? Or, 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 or you used to spend that much time on Facebook, but now you recently forget it. You spend more time on Facebook and you don't care who see it. I'm like, yeah, I see it. You have an attitude with it now. And it's getting kind of bad. Someone say, don't blame God. Believe God. So what happens is we subconsciously somehow shift it from God because things didn't go the way we wanted to go. And so now we don't even realize it, but our prayer life is what it used to be. Our fasting is what it used to be. Our study time is what it used to be. And we don't even realize it. And listen, we got an attitude with folks because of what some God did. Can we talk today? And God said, you got to preach this message to the whole entire church because what's happening, the kingdom is swindling because I got petty pimps. I got petty punk of ministry, of, of, of Christians who can't take nothing, who can't go through nothing. But they say, God, for you, I live, for you, I die. But we're okay with the living, but we don't want to die. Well, well, and what's the matter about God so cold? He let your death be slow, and on the other side, he gave you life again. But yeah, we want to go through something. God said, I'll take your life slowly. Well, I'll let you go through over here, but then when you go through here, I'll make it better on this other side. I'll let you go through in your marriage, I'll make it better on the other side. I'll let you go through in your job, I'll make it better on the other side. You won't die to live? We just want to live to die. Can God kill you to live, or you just want to die? So God has become stagnant in some of y'all because you can't take it. Because he said in his word, I will not put more on you than you can bear. And you tell him I can't take nothing at all. Can I have some saints to sit back and say, God, like I'm strong because you make strong, you are strong in my weakness. And say, God, put me through to take me to anybody. God, listen, I'm not going to tell you what I, say, what I tell you. Be happy to say what you're about to say because God going to take you to another level. But some of us are stuck and frustrated because you have stopped letting God put you through some stuff. Can God take you through to take you to anybody? Matter of fact, post that on, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Can God take you through to take you to? Or are you going to cry and tell them to stop? Mercy, mercy, God, I can't take no more. Someone said, life ain't easy. Listen, listen, so, so what we do, we put ourselves in these situations and we begin to step away from God. We step away. Now listen, how much sense does this make? Can I teach you two quick lessons before we go into my whole series? Two things you need to know before we go any further in this sermon. The first lesson I want to teach you is in the book of 1 Corinthians 14 and 33. 1 Corinthians 14 and 33. Go to real quick. So I'm going to read this one real quick. This first thing you need to know. Ready? Read. Say it again one more time. Ready? Read. So one thing you realize, if you went through hell, it wasn't God. If you lost your job, it wasn't God. If you lost your family, somebody said it wasn't God. Now listen to me, I'm telling you something else right now. Um, in the place of that, I would tell you Romans 3 says, Romans 12 says somewhere in there says, everything works together for the good of us who love the Lord, right? So just because it happened, I mean God can't use it. Now listen, now I'm happy. Now, now somebody said, well, I know for a fact God took me off that job and gave me next. Now I'm sorry if you lost it and you wanted it and God wants you to have it. Now, sometimes God will take it, but it won't be confusing for him taking it. It will be peace by him taking it. 
But if it's confusing your life, and now you can't feed your children, now you can't get gas in your car, now you can't pay your bills, that ain't God. Because God says that the blessed are making one what? Making one what? And add no what? So I'm telling you right now, if you went through hell, it's not God. Now, I'm going to help you out one more time. One more lesson I want to teach you real quick. So that's 1 Corinthians. One more lesson I want to take you to is John 10 and 10. John 10 and 10. Go to real quick. John 10 and 10. Ready? Read. Who? Who? Now, y'all got to get this in your spirit. Somebody say, confusion isn't God. But, ready to read. So God says, I come to give you what? The devil come to take what? So, so it's kind of funny. Now look at this. We get mad because God doesn't give us what we want. And, and or some things don't go the way it should go. And we leave God and go back to the devil. We leave life because we went through something. And now we go back to old way of lifestyle. Somebody said it don't make sense. So I come to tell you, before we go do anything else, I come with a disclaimer right now that nothing you go through that causes confusion in your life was God. But if you go through confusion in your life, God can use it. It's the only place I know that you get saved in one day and you get canceled the next day and we blame God 10 years of living bad because you thought you were supposed to come better of one day of living right. And now we're mad at God. I just got saved yesterday. I got canceled. Baby, that's 10 years of doing what you did. And one day... So now you got it, and you with God, God can still use it. God can use the cancer. God can use the divorce. God can use the, the repossession. He can use it all. Believe me, I'm a witness. He can use it all. But don't blame him for it. Can we keep going? Had to get that thing straight real quick. So there's, there's four areas we're going to talk about the next few weeks. There's four areas we're going to talk about the next few weeks that God didn't want you to leave him because of. So we're going to teach you the next few weeks these four things. I want you to come all weeks, all weeks. Don't blame God, believe God, number one, in your misfortunes. Don't blame God, but believe God on your cross. That's next week, Easter Sunday. Third one, don't blame God, but believe God in your, in your uh, grief. That's, next, that's three weeks from now. And last one, don't blame God, but believe God in your addictions. These are four areas we seem to walk away from God when we should get closer to him. Somebody say misfortunes. misfortunes. Say it real loud. Say misfortunes. One more time, real loud. Misfortunes. misfortunes. Write the word misfortune down. By definition, misfortune means adverse fortunes. Adverse fortunes. Adverse fortunes. Adverse. Now, did I give you the rest of that? And what adverse means, not what one was expecting. I didn't expect that. And when you do expect something, you set yourself up to get what you expected. And when I don't get it, I'm going to be pretty, pretty ticked off. Especially when I ain't this type of person. I ain't the type of person who do everything I just did. I did it because I expected something. Anybody like that in church? I wouldn't be at church every Sunday if I didn't expect God to do some stuff for me. I got anybody to be real with me right now. I wouldn't be here right now look at you, Bishop, if I wasn't expecting something. Now, listen, it'd be good that everybody say, the Lord has done enough. If he don't do nothing else, he's done enough. But the truth be told, all of us expecting something. 
If God done enough, but you lost your house. If God done enough, but you lost your, your job. If God, hold up, God, you ain't done enough. I need you to keep on doing. Ain't it? Okay, y'all, y'all. Somebody say, adverse means not what one was expecting. Fortune, fortunes, fortunes. Favorable position in life. Favorable. Favorable. Uh, uh, listen, uh, I, I'm doing good. Everywhere I go, I'm doing good. My wife was an advocate of this. I haven't heard her say these words in a long time, though. I'm God's favorite. I'm God's favorite. I expected it and I got it. I expect, when I hear people say that, I'm like, uh-oh. Uh-oh. They ain't been through nothing yet. I, I'm God's favorite. Anybody in here still say that? Don't be ashamed. Don't, don't, be, don't be ashamed. Don't hold back up. Bishop bitching about it. Go ahead and enjoy it while you got it. Man, mess me up. I, I, I just got saved real good. And, and man, I, I got saved and I'm finna save the world. I'm finna have a, I'm finna just, I'm gonna be Paul. I'm finna preach the whole New Testament. And he told me these words, mess me up. You're excited right now, but I'll give yourself a couple months. You realize you can't see everybody. Dude, leave me alone. Let <laughs> me enjoy my spiritual high right now. So I ain't gonna knock you off. If, if, if you feel that way, you God's favorite, yes. You're going to be all right by and by. But for those who, who smell the coffee already and realize, when you hear that, I get, ooh, I may not see you in a couple months because God going to hit you so hard. When you first get saved, he tease you. Everything come easy. You think about it, you got it. Blessing of the Lord, make it one rich and add no sorrow. You walk outside, you need a new car. Somebody's showing up with keys in their hand. When you first get saved, because he's showing you how good he is. He says, he says, I love God because he first. Say with I love God because he what? And when he show up, listen, listen, I'm God like me. See, y'all think first lady with me because, because she loved me. I was just so good, she don't want to leave me. Y'all laughing. It took me six months to show her the real me. And now she saw the real me. Now she's like, woo, he's too good to leave, but he's so bad to stay. I don't know what I want, but I... That's like, God, 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 he blew your mind the first year. And, and then all of a sudden, the first test come. Whoa! What you mean my all four tires busted? Last month, I had one tire. It had a leak in it, and that leak lasted for a whole month. I knew it was leaking, but I was all right. Now I have a blowout. What are you talking about, God? God said, can you still love me? And I'm going to keep giving you everything that you need, but just give you one tie. And you're going to leave me one tie, but you got a house, a car, a marriage, and children. But one tie to make. Can you still love me without the tie? And listen, listen, you got a, a household, and you got a husband, got a good job, and now I let you lose your job in a protected environment. You're going to leave me? Last month, you didn't have a job or your man didn't have a job. And now you done went through, can I talk today to the church? I'm not talking to the streets. The street got a reason because they're outside of the tent. But you in the tent with a complaint. Can I talk today? Can I be real? I don't know. Maybe I need to go out of jacket for a little while because I feel free. Can we just go through something? So now, so now, so now, so now my wife don't walk around and say I'm God's favorite. She say I'm just favored. I go through, but still God show up. And listen, and listen, when she's going through good times, she's storing up blessings until things don't go right. Because 
I am a living sacrifice. Can you be a living sacrifice? I die. I'm okay. Y'all not, not ready. Somebody say, adverse. What one was expecting? Fortunes, an unfavorable position in life. Um, go, to my, go to my summation. Go to my summation. Go to my next slide. Misfortunes. Go to my next slide. Ready to read. Misfortunes are when you don't get. Can I really make this go home a little deeper? You told everybody about it. For the first time, sister, I had so much faith. I never tell folks what I'm going to do. But I didn't got so used to God showing up, I posted on Facebook. I'm getting me a new house. Put a picture on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I'm getting me a new house. And it didn't happen. I showed up on Wednesday on testimony, and I told the whole church, the Lord is about to make a way. He's going to get me. I didn't see it. And, I didn't. and you don't get it. How do you show up the next Sunday? How do you face your friends? Well, you didn't put God on blast, but you didn't have all the information. I know I'm a, it wasn't hard before. It was easy. Am I talking to somebody today? It was easy. I didn't have to think about it. It just happened. It just, man, and so I was so used to it, so I'm going to predict God. I'm going to call it before it happened. And God said, what happened was you got sold to the point to where you got used to me. I had to show you what happens when I don't show up. Because you got an audience now. You finally got the point. It wasn't about you. You got the point where you told enough folks where enough folks were looking, and God said, now nah, can I use you? Can I make you a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto him, which is your reasonable? My reason is you should. Oh, ah, chitty, chitty. I don't realize how much God had done until he stopped doing one thing. One, you still show back up to your nice new house. You still drive your nice new car. You still got your nice new job. Now your husband ain't so nice no more. Can I have 10% of what I gave you back? He didn't say the sacrifice you don't want. Cain came with a sacrifice. Abel came, but Abel was appreciated by his sacrifice. But Cain, God said, what's that? What's that mess you bringing me? Fruits and vegetables? What's that? Oh, now you done got the nice car. And you want to pick folks up in the hoopty. What's that you bringing me? Oh, now you got the nice chick. And you bringing me little tips. What's that you bringing me? Now you got the nice husband. And you come to church every now and then. What's that mess you bringing me? Now you got the nice kids. And now you don't want to push them to serve God. What's that mess you bringing me? What's that, Cain? Boy, gave you everything you want. And you gonna bring me the leftovers? That's the kind of God you think I am? A leftover God, I gave you my first son. My only begotten son. And you go! But we petty. We petty. Think about it. Don't let me go too much and too fast to let you process what's going on. And we want to choose when we show up. want to choose when God can use me. Because I didn't give you everything. Can I have one-tenth of the best? Give me the best. Give me the best. I 
got a raise this past week, a nice raise, 4.23% raise. And I ran to, I ran and gave my best. My best. On Wednesday, before I got it, I gave my best. The week before that, I gave my best. Today, I gave my best. Not one should I give some more. Because God keep on blessing me. Somehow, oh, somehow, the Lord just keep on blessing me. Anybody ever been in a place where God just keep on blessing me? And I remember when he just stopped for a moment, but even when he stopped, it was still a blessing. Can I, can I teach y'all some of the misfortunes, 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 misfortunes. When you don't get the favorable outcome you was expecting, when we face these misfortunes, we can't blame God or separate from him. We must believe him and do what he says no matter what you see. No matter what you see. Somebody keep doing what he said. That's the testimony. That's the testimony. Testimony is not what God did in spite of you. The testimony is what you did in spite of God. Oh, that'll preach. Testimony is not what God did in spite of you. Testimony is what you did in spite of God. Why? Because it's a test. So when God put me through the test, I still did. Oh, that's good. Oh, y'all didn't get it. Instead of what God did, I still did. And that's what folks looking at. She lost her house and she still come to church. Y'all, I was on Facebook a couple weeks ago and I saw the woman who, remember the woman in, in Tamina who three kids died but she still got one? And she still show up. She still show up. Pastor Birch lost two kids in two years. He still show up. Are you a still show or you need to stop showing. Can God test you? And you still show up. Can God test you? Listen, listen, listen. Listen. A good example of this is in John eleven twenty one. I'm going to teach you a quick lesson. Someone say, I must stay in spite of what I see. I got to stop blaming God and believe God. There's three quick things I'm going to teach you about this, how to do this. I'm going to help you on how to do this real quick, but I'm going to use the example of Martha. John 11, 21, we find the first lesson for today, and if you look in your notes, you see point one. Point one is, you must recognize the problem. If you're going to stay, in spite of your misfortunes, everyone say, you must recognize the problem. Then recognize, become aware. Recognize means you become aware. Problem is the source to the issue. You must recognize what's the real issue. And the way you do this is, listen to this, you look at the, the lesson, go to the scripture real quick for me. Ready to read. Lord, Martha said to Jesus, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. Lord, underline the word Lord, recognize the problem here. She just told all of us what her problem is. She showed the church with attitude. She up to the front row and she ticked off, but she's still at church. But I'm ticked off. I'm ticked out because Lord and died is in the same sentence. Woo! I'm mad because Lord and died is in the same sentence. Somebody say Lord means I belong to you. 
I'm your child. I'm your baby. I've been at church with nobody else at church. You came to my house. My sister stayed at your feet while I served you. I brought you water and bread. You've been in our house. My sister washed your feet with her hair. Lord, what happens when you serve a Lord and still suffer loss? I'm serving God but still suffer I lost my job, and I'm the one paying my tithes when them jokers ain't in their car running better than mine. I'm serving you, God, and my husband tripping, and her husband half saved, but he's still coming home. What happens when you serve a Lord and you still suffer loss? Someone say, you got to recognize the problem. Because if you don't recognize the problem, you won't realize why you left God. Oh, you stop. You be thinking, oh, it's, I'm mad at the preacher. I'm mad at the urchins. I'm mad. No, you ain't. You ain't mad at me. You just take it out on me, but you ain't mad at me. I get that, so I don't get mad back. I'm gonna say that one time. Saints, all the saints in the house, say amen. They not mad at you. It ain't about you. They just take it out on you because they don't see God. So you're the next thing to God. So they take it out on you, count it all joy. Why? Because they must have something in you to represent God enough so they can take their madness out on God, on you. Yeah. That's a moment to praise God because why? If they think that you so much God lead where I can take my pain of God out on you, you should be able to brace it and say, for God I live and for God I die. Can they take their major anger and anxiety out on you? Or are you going to send them to the streets, take out on somebody who ain't going to be right and, and go back off on them? What do you think the scripture says? They slap one cheek, give another. Because hurt folk hurt folk. And the last thing you need, you forget that you used to be hurt. This happen to anybody? Yes, I think I'm putting you out of sleep. Amen. Somebody, go back here and say, the first thing you must do is recognize the problem. Can I get a second point? The next thing you must do is remember the promise. If you're going to get to the point to where you stay, you got to recognize the problem. But then you got to remember the promise. Go real quick to my next verse. Ready? Read. When he heard this, Jesus said, this sickness will not end in what? Yeah. Now, this is before he died. She rolled up on Jesus. And, hey, Jesus, come here. And Jesus said, what's up, girl? Hey, your homeboy about to die. Girl, you know we cool like that. We're going to be all right. He ain't going to die. You sure? Yeah. It's, he ain't going to die. He's going to be all right. Now, I believe you, Jesus. You cool like that. We're going to be you're going to be all right. Okay, so I keep going to church? Yeah. I keep praying? Yeah. Keep fasting? Yeah. Everything going to be all right. Uh-huh. But they say they're going to fire me. God said it's going to be all right. They say they going to take my house. It's going to be okay. God, he said he's going to leave me. Girl, it's going to be all right. Chill. You don't you know who I am? Who my daddy is? I can't lie. If I tried to lie, when I hit the ground, it's going to turn to the truth. So if I was lying, he's still going to be all right. Somebody said it's going to be okay. And you believe it. So he says, he says, this will not end in death. He said, no, it is for what? This is the part you didn't get. This is the part you didn't get. So I says, for God's glory. For God to get the glory, he need an audience. What glory is in somebody who already got glory? You know how good he is. And so you didn't get it. Glory had a cause. You need an audience. And, and, and so you don't, you want to fix it before you get the audience. And you ain't got an audience yet. Somebody say, don't forget the promise. 
Can I help you out real quick? There's two different kinds of promises, though, because some of y'all don't get it. There's two different types of promises. There are direct promises and indirect promises. Somebody say direct and indirect. A direct promise is like this here. He told her, he's going to be all right. Don't take my scripture away. Keep it there. Uh, he's going to be all right. So I said direct. But some of us don't realize we got some indirect promises. And the indirect promises is uh, uh, Philippians 4 and 19. Uh, don't go there. Don't go there. Flipping, did, I, did I give it to you? I don't think I gave it to you, did I? No, I didn't. I didn't give it to you for a reason. Somebody say Philippians 4 19. Don't go there. But my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ. So even if you don't have a direct promise, you know for a fact if you're going through right now and like I'm about to lose everything, God said he's going to supply all your needs. So basically he said, it's going to be all right. If you're going through and you think, and I'm serving God, I know for a fact I'm not doing anything crazy, somebody say, it's going to be all right. And if that's not enough, he got another indirect promise. He says here, Luke 6 and 38 says, give and it'll be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over will be poured into your lap for with what measure you use, he will be measured to you. So if I gave a lot, he's going to give a lot. Somebody say, it's going to be all right. So everybody believe, serve the Lord, going to pay off right now. The Bible didn't say after a while. I ain't going to say that crap about after a while. No, no, no. Somebody say, right now. Well, what happened? I'm going to speak it until it happened right now. And I'm going to still show up to church, but right now, God, I'm going to keep on praying, but right now, God, I'm not pushing my blessing back till after a while. Uh-uh. Well, you crazy. You still ain't got a car. I don't care. I speak those things to be not as it were until they are. I got me a car. Put us a bike. Nope. I clean the rims like it's a car. Right now. Because if you wait for the blessing, you're going to take care of what you have right now like you already got it. My husband, right now. My child, right now. My job, right now. I must wake up at 8 o'clock. No. No. Don't do that. I'm going to wake up at 6 o'clock like I got a job. Girl, what you get up so early? I got to go work. You ain't got no job. I know, but I'm going to let God know when he ready to give me a job, I'm ready to get up. Right now. What you get up cooking for two? Uh, listen, uh, listen, I know I'm wasting food, but I'm cooking for me like I'm cooking for my husband too. And so I make his plate and everything. Why? Because I'm expecting it. Right, no, don't waste no food, but you know what I'm saying. Right now. Somebody say right now. I believe it. So I got promises. So I said, don't forget the promise. Somebody said, don't forget the promise. I'm finna go home. So for you to start and continue, don't blame God, but believe God. Number one, don't forget that there was a promise. And don't ignore there's a problem. But the last one, can we go to the last one and go home? If you go home, time to beat Elder Time. She got through a little early, so I'll make sure she don't beat me today sometime. <laughs> I'm close, I'm close. But forget, I prayed over everybody before I got started, all right? <laughs> it's a melting pot joke, melting pot joke. Listen, listen, this is the, this is the most important one. See, just, I don't need y'all to say amen when I preach. I get excited when God tells me. When, see, I got our own church by myself up here. And listen, if you want to join, join in. But this is good. <laughs> this is the most important one. Good God Almighty is good. This is the one that we forget. This is the one that we don't realize until we do this. God can't show up. God can't show up. Someone say, faith ain't fair. God, I whisper in your ear, girl, shut up. Keep your mouth shut and you keep on talking. God said, I can't bless you until you shut up. And when you open your mouth, you push your blessing back a little bit. God said, would you please shut up? Could you please keep your mouth shut? You're getting in the way. I can't bless you until they know it wasn't you, but it was all me. And so God said, the first thing, if you're going to stay, number one, you got to recognize the problem. Number two, 
Stop forgetting what I told you. It's going to be all right. And then lastly, reposition yourself to receive the provision. Right now, you are out of place. Right now, you got mad and you left the church and you left God. I can't bless you over there. Girl, I know you're mad, but be mad in place. I know you're upset, but be upset in place. I know you're mad at him, but be mad at him in place. If I bless you over there, you're going to think the new conditions of your blessing is out of place. I can't bless you until you get back in place. I know you're upset. We're going to be all right. But get back in place. Be mad, but don't sin. He said it. Be angry, but don't sin. What he's saying, sin means missing the mark. I'm mad at all y'all, but I'm still going to preach for three months. And then, then whimper because I got to show up. I'm not going to miss my blessing because y'all got to be mad. I'm not going to do it. I want to stop. I want to quit, but can we not blame God and just stay where we're supposed to be until we get what God said? So don't blame him. Believe him. It's hard. It's heck. Somebody say that. Reposition yourself. Now listen, listen, go to my scripture, go to my scripture real quick. I'm finna go, I'm finna go. He caught Martha. Listen, go to it real quick. Did you got it? You got scripture? Ready? Read. He showed up. He even help him. He even give him the car. But I can't give it to you yet. If you get in the house, I can't give it to you yet. Girl, you out of place. Ready? Read. Shut up! This ain't the time to run your mouth, Martha. Shut up! Not right now. You got an audience and you don't realize it. You've been worried about the ministry of me and you don't realize all the folks who are watching you. Shut up right now, Martha! I know you mad. I know we cool. I know you cool like that, but shut up, please. Can anybody please just shut up? Not right now. This is the time to complain to everybody. This ain't the time folks are watching you. And I can't bless you until you shut up. Listen, take it again. Take away the stone, he said. Listen, the job is yours, but God. Shut up! The husband is yours, but God. Shut up! Shut up! I'm trying to bless you. Shut up! The car is yours, but God. If you don't shut up, I'm going to slap the shut up out of you. But God, it ain't the one I want. Shut up! It don't pay enough. Shut up, please! He don't look like, shut up! Can you please just shut up? Please. I'm trying to bless you, but you won't. Be quiet. Every time you open your mouth with this butt mess, it's making folks second guess me. Not right now. Listen. Ready, read. Take away the stone, he said. 
But it's time. Yeah, it ain't worth getting no more. It ain't worth it no more. It ain't worth it. I couldn't move, Martha, because folks wasn't watching yet. Your audience hadn't showed up. Your audience hadn't showed up, Martha. But I need you to do one thing right now. Reposition yourself. Shut your mouth. Get back in the pulpit. Get back on your knees. Show your children you still got faith. Show your husband you still got faith. Show your job you still got faith. I want you to show up and find what you last got. I know he died, but it wasn't unto death. So you need to get back in place. Get back in place until you get what I told you you was going to get. Help me help you, please. Girl, you got an audience. You got all of Israel watching you, the Sanhedrin watching you, all of them watching you right now. Why? Because you're my favorite. You showed everybody that you're my favorite. Now let me favor you, please. They're watching you, girl. They're watching you, girl. Shut up and get back in place. Listen, but the Lord says tomorrow, Martha, he says, it's been four days. Go to my next one. Go to my next one. 40 verse. What do you read? Just believe because his glory is coming. The folks finna see. Everyone who doubted you finna see. Everyone who counted you out finna see. But glory is not glory without an audience. Listen, listen, listen. Go, keep going. We're finna go. We're finna go. 40 verse, verse, ready, read. Say it again. He ain't got to talk out loud, but he is. Why? Because you got an audience. Keep going, keep going, keep going. Now realize, stop reading, read, 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 read. I'm talking to Martha's audience. I'm showing Martha's audience you're going to bless him. I'm showing Tanya's audience you're going to bless her. I'm showing Elder's audience you're going to bless her. I want the world to hear. It wasn't nobody but God. Can I tell you? He's on his way, but he's waiting on your audience. Can you boast what he's going to do because you know you're going to do it in spite of what you got right now? Or are you just hiding your blessing? One more. Keep going. Ready to read. As soon as your audience showed up, come here. As soon as everybody started expecting it, come here. Can I tell you, if you just sit and shut up, God will show up. Just sit. I'm waiting. What you doing? Waiting. Why? Just waiting. What for? Because I'm expecting it. Girl, everything falling apart. So, girl, everything messed up. So, I am waiting. I'm still showing up on time, early. Why? And after you get it, guess what? I'm still waiting. Why? Because he's going to show up some more. Because I know for a fact God ain't through blessing me. Somehow, oh, somehow. If we stop blaming him and believe him and our misfortunes, he'll turn our misfortunes into our next fortune. 